Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. Conscious of our brothers and sisters with our freedom. Not for the sake of law, but for the sake of love. I don't want to destroy my brother who has an alcohol addiction by my freedom to have a glass of wine. I don't want to destroy right, my, my brother who has an issue with pornography by watching a movie that's going to trigger something in front of him. Always be aware of how your freedoms can affect other believers around you. Just because you can drink or you can watch a crude movie doesn't mean you should. Today, Pastor David will remind you to be considerate of your fellow brothers and sisters. Don't tempt them into sin by your actions. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Matthew chapter 15, as he continues his message, Faith and Love. Matthew 15, 11, Jesus explained that it's never what goes into the mouth that defiles them. It's not about the bacon, right? It's not that it's not kosher, that is, that is in and of itself making it bad that doesn't the bacon doesn't defile the soul right but it does matter where it's coming from in us what comes out of a man our heart the, the, the our behaviors are what defile us in romans 14 he explained i know and am convinced by the lord jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself but to him who considers anything to be unclean to him it is unclean he's saying if Right, if if I'm still seeing this, you know, this piece of meat that has been offered up to Zeus as a part of worshiping Zeus, then it's unclean for me because I'm because for me right now it's still idolatry. I'm, I need to recognize that for me it's not safe, and maybe it's fine for me, but for you it's creating a, a confusion. It's creating a problem. He says if if your brother is grieved because of your food, you're no longer walking in love. Don't destroy with your food the one for whom Christ died. Ultimately, this wasn't about the food. This instruction was about how to be loving to one another. There's always these areas of freedom where we always have these opportunities to choose legitimate freedom, right? There's areas that you have, you have the right to post what you want to post on Facebook. You have the right to watch this TV show, that movie, right? You have the right to have a glass of wine. But we need to be 
conscious of our brothers and sisters with our freedom. Not for the sake of law, but for the sake of love. I don't want to destroy my brother who has an alcohol addiction by my freedom to have a glass of wine. I don't want to destroy right, my, my brother who has an issue with pornography by watching a movie that's going to trigger something in front of him. You know, like it, There may be freedom. There may be, we have to just be conscious of loving one another. This isn't about jumping through hoops to be saved. He's saying these are ways that you can, these are practical instructions for how to love one another. Now that raises a second question though. With sexual immorality, is this saying then that, you know, there, there was nuance, right, to this issue of food sacrifice to idols. So is there nuance to this command against sexual immorality? Not really in terms of the fact that he always tells us sexual immorality is sin. God never, never backs off and says, actually, sexual immorality is fine as long as it's not bothering anybody because it's always bothering somebody. It's always hurting somebody. Sexual immorality just defines, it just means sex outside of the design that God has given us. God has given us clear parameters for how he designed intimacy. He says from the beginning, he made man and woman to be able to be joined together within a covenant for life that the two would become one. That's the design and the purpose, and it's a good gift. And this, this warning against sexual immorality is often overamplified to become a fear of sexual attraction or desire that kind of demonizes that, which is ungodly. God's not afraid of sex. God designed it. He wrote about it. He's not, he's not bothered by the fact that we have our desires. He, he understands that. He doesn't want us to have shame or to deal with unnecessary hurt, and so he gives us instructions. In the Song of Songs, in chapter eight, verse six, which is a very romantic and at times like primarily for adults romantic book in, in the Bible, he says at the very end, in chapter eight, verse six, he says, love is as strong as death. Jealousy is as cruel as the grave. Its flames are flames of fire, a most vehement flame. And that can actually also be translated the fire of God. Is fire good or bad? It depends, right? It's not a yes or no. It's not good or bad. Fire is fire. But there's, there's, there's circumstances where fire is wonderful, and there are circumstances where fire is terrible. You need to know what are the safe parameters. And again, like desire, fire gets out of hand a lot quicker than we expect it to a lot of times, right? You light the match, and before you know it, it burns your fingers. You light the fireplace, and before you know it, it's, it can be coming out, right? We, we need to know where, it's act, where it actually goes, or it does a lot of damage. God is not warning us because he doesn't want us to enjoy the things that he's given us. He, he didn't want us to not enjoy food, right? It wasn't that he didn't want us to enjoy marriage and intimacy. But because he loves us, he's giving us the parameters so that we don't hurt ourselves and hurt others. 
so that we honor him and, and reveal his goodness through the way that we receive and enjoy all his gifts rather than indulging and hurting ourselves and one another and dishonoring him. I just want to reiterate that principle of God's love leading us to trust is, is really the foundation of, of all of this. He tells us his kindness is given to lead us to repentance. He does not want us to falsely think of him as being a cruel taskmaster who's arbitrarily throwing rules at us. That's not who he is. And that understanding keeps us from actually having the the joy and the safety to walk in the things, the ways that he has designed them. God has given us so many gifts that he's given to us to enjoy, to reveal his heart. He tells us that the, the reasons that we can enjoy the good food, the reasons that we can have a nice day, that we have the joy of laughter and friendship and all these things is because it reveals his nature. Those things point us back to him. The rules, whatever, whatever instructions he gives us about how to walk and in a way that is loving, is not, again, it's, it's not as some angry slave driver. He, it's from the one who stepped in to bear the consequences of all of our mistakes, to set us free from all of our mistakes. He's, he's not coming at it angry that you can't measure up. He's coming inviting you to receive the forgiveness and the ability to measure up. It's so defeating, it's so depressing to see the, the standards of God's goodness and to know that Right, whether whether you've been in legalism or whether you've been in indulgence, you know, we feel that that guilt and that shame when we when we see God's standard or when we see the false standards around us and know that we can't measure up. And God's invitation to us is He's not denying His standard. He He is holy and good. But what He's saying is that He already knows that we can't measure up. He already knows that we are incapable on our own and that's why Jesus died. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor David Fountain's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. 
If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio. Thank you.